Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, today I'm actually recording, and my windows are open, and the birds are singing, and you may hear it in the background. It actually sounds like sound effects, like I'm on some kind of jungle ride, (laughs) but I promise you, I'm just sitting in my house, um, and so... I was thinking I'm going to close the windows because of all these bird noises. And then I thought, no, you know what? The world needs to hear beautiful bird noises. So if you hear them, that's what it is. Um, Before we start today's episode, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian publishing company. Their homeschool curriculum right now is um, on sale. They have a sale for up to 20% off their Science and Worldview sets. Uh, You can take advantage of this before June 4th at Apologia.com slash shop. And uh, we have used Apologia for science and for their Bible courses for my kids, and we have always loved it. They also have a free resource, um, how to homeschool how to homeschool video course, 15 sessions delivered via Vimeo and a downloadable course book. It's a 39 value, absolutely free, and it expires on June 8th. So I think everyone should take advantage of that, especially if there's people out there who are new to this homeschooling journey, which I know that a lot of people now are um, thinking about it for next year. That is a great resource to take advantage of now. So I want to catch you guys up a little bit and fill in a little bit about keeping it simple here on the hobby farm in our homeschool. And as always, you'll hear a lot about Jesus, just like I say at the beginning of each episode. And then I really want to talk today about kind of expanding on the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus. Really, you know, how our remedy in all of our messes is Jesus. And that applies so much. I mean, right now, the world, I feel like, is just gone bonkers. Every day, I'm like, it can't really get any worse. And it just seems that we're going down, 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 right? There's a lot of arguing. There's a lot of, you know, things going on in the world. Um, And there's just a lot of negativity and a lot of messes, a lot of messes. So let's talk today about how Jesus is really what we all need in all of our messes personally, what the world needs in the messes, and how can we share that with a world that really needs to know that Jesus is the remedy. So let me catch you guys up a little bit here. Number one, I wanted to let you guys know the Simply Living for Him online women's community is thriving. It's growing. You need to come over and join us. It is completely free. Um, As you know, back during this quarantine time, when 
we were sort of forced to be home for two months. I took it upon myself to say, what can I do to reach people right there in their homes? I was getting discouraged with all the negativity on social media. I was getting discouraged with every time I went on Facebook, I turned it off depressed because I just, not so much for what was going on in the world. I kept saying I didn't have so much of a fear of the virus and things like that as I did to see... um, Uh, you know, the stuff going on between people that made me more fearful than anything. And so I created the Simply Living for Him online community as a place for women to go to get away from all the drama, all the negativity, all the stuff and really, really, truly focus on Jesus. So it's like a little online hub for all things Simply Living for Him. I'm teaching monthly Bible studies. We have scripture writing and scripture memorization challenges. We have a group in there for Uh, the Great Commission, sharing ideas to, you know, share Jesus in our homes, in our communities, and beyond. We have um, daily devotionals. I do video devotionals in there every single day. We've also had some Zoom calls where members can, you know, interact with each other. Uh, We have prayer groups. It's just a beautiful place where women are coming and getting to know one another and encouraging encouraging each other and being encouraged. And it's all God-honoring and focused on our walk with the Lord. Um, You're not going to find any, like, sharing any junk there. It's all about spurring on one another in our walk with the Lord and not just for ourselves because I wholeheartedly believe that we don't hoard the gospel and the good news for ourselves, that we are growing closer to the Lord, not merely just for ourselves, but so that we can go out into a dark world that needs the light of Christ and we can shine that light in all of those dark places. The world needs Jesus now more than ever. And it is our command in Matthew 28 to go and make disciples. It doesn't say go and make disciples when the time is right. It says go and make disciples and the time is now. And so I believe that when we are walking closer to Jesus, when we are growing closer to his word, when we are, you know, um, growing in our knowledge of the truth, um, that is something that will spill over in every area of our lives. It isn't something we add to us to make our lives better. It's where we operate from. We operate from the Spirit. And that affects our family life. That affects our homes, our homeschools, if we're homeschooling, our workplace, our community, and beyond. So it's really about equipping ourselves to then share the great news and the great hope of Jesus. So I've been really busy with that. Um, So many people have asked me, how do you have time to do all the things you do? Honestly, I truly believe that God gives you the time to do the things that he wants you to do. I do not feel like I'm pressed for time. I mean, honestly, I built this community right now. I had nothing but time, right? We were quarantined for two and a half months. I don't think I left the house. So it really gave me a purpose and something to focus on. And I absolutely love doing it. So it doesn't feel like I have to, you know, make time to do it. I absolutely love what I do. I couldn't do anything else. Like I just... I have to do it. I have to do my ministry. It's what I love. It's my passion. And so um, who knows when life gets a little bit more crazy again, you know, I 
don't know if my time will be the same, but I truly do believe God gives you the time that you need to fulfill his purposes and you make time for the things that are most important. So I feel like we've been home and we've gotten a really good grounding in our homeschool the past two months because we weren't running around. It was like everything I've always talked about is simply living for him about getting rid of the clutter and the distractions. We were literally forced to do that. And it is true. When you get rid of all that stuff, it really, it helps in so many ways. So for us as a homeschooling family, we weren't running around anywhere. There was nothing on the schedule like calling to us. And so I was really able to focus so much on our homeschool and on ministry, the things that I love doing. Um, I've talked about this in a previous episode episode, um, and on my blog that I really renewed my love of homemaking. I've been, you know, just making the nice meals again and, and caring for my home. Not for any reason, not to show off or be Pinterest perfect because nobody's coming over really much these days. But for the people who live here, you know, I found a renewed love for homemaking again. And just it's been wonderful to live the simple life. So if anything good has come out of this time, I would say for sure it has been my renewed um, love for all things simple. And it's also given me a new perspective on how Jesus truly is the remedy for all of our messes, right? I felt like right now the world is messy. It is messy. Every day I think, well, the headlights can't get any worse. And honestly, every day they do. And every day I think to myself, people will be kind again. They're just on edge from this whole thing. And every day I feel like people are not being kind. Um, And you know, if we are if we are really proclaiming the name of Jesus, we need to really be careful out there with how we're portraying ourselves, right? You know, I have an influence online, a small influence, but I know that people, you know, listen and follow and um, what I say, they hear. I do not take that lightly. I will not hit publish if I know that something is going to stir up people for anything but Jesus, honestly. I don't want to stir the pot. I want to stir people up for Jesus. And so all of us, no matter what our sphere of influence is, we have a choice that we can post things that are positive or we can post things that we know when we post are going to cause arguing. And I can't stand to see things posted that like intentionally cause division. Because like I said, if if we're looking to Jesus, he's the remedy. If we're truly seeking God first, if we're truly keep keeping the kingdom purposes in mind, then our opinions and our agenda and our feelings doesn't come first. The kingdom does. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you. And the New Living Translation says it like this, Make the kingdom of God your primary concern. So if the kingdom of God is your primary concern, then why aren't we living like it? That's why I say Jesus is the remedy to all of our messes, because... When we're focused on, you know, sharing our opinion and sharing our stuff and sharing this and that, it really comes from a place of pride because we're not keeping the kingdom of God our primary concern. I'm not saying you can't have opinions and you can't have feelings and you can't have, you know, your beliefs. Absolutely, we should. But maybe we need to talk about them offline in the appropriate setting. 
Because what we do when we just like spew out our information or share that latest article, knowing full well that it's going to cause division, it's not making the kingdom of God our primary concern. It's making us our primary concern. You know, like, look what I have to say. So I've really been thinking about that a lot. Like, you know, Jesus is really the remedy to all this. If we could really put him at the forefront of our mind, before we make every decision, before we hit publish on a post, before we, you know, interact with people, Lord willing, in the community again, when we're out of our homes and we're out and about again, if we could really keep him at the forefront of our mind and what our primary concern is to know him and to make him known, to give him glory, then it changes everything. Then we're not so self-focused on, you know, getting our point across. We're focused on getting the gospel out there. And we're focused on making the kingdom of God our primary concern. You know, for instance, oh, I'm going to tell you guys my funny story because this just this, this cracks me up. I told this story on Instagram the other day. Oh, let's let's use this one on the podcast for sure. Jesus is the remedy to our messes. Do you want to hear about a real life mess that happened <laughs> the other day? Okay, I told this story on my Instagram stories, but for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, or for those of you who do, you're going to hear it now in full-blown story. I went to Target the other day. Now, granted, I finally have ventured out for the first time this past week or two, I guess, you know, in the past two and a half months. I finally have gone to Target and Walmart and Dollar General. Those are the three places I have been out in public. Um, And so... I went to Target the other day. Now, the first time I ventured out, Steve went with me because I was like, oh, I don't want to go out because, you know, is it weird out there? I heard people are really mean. I heard people are really, um, you know, everybody's on edge. And if you don't follow the arrows, people will yell at you. And if you wear a mask, people give you the, you know, the stink eye because they think you're fearful. But if you don't wear the mask, they give you the stink eye, even though in New Jersey where I am, you have to wear the mask. That's a whole other story. And I'm not even getting into that because that's not my place. I wear the mask if I want to go to Target. So anyway, I went the first time with Steve and I was pleasantly surprised. In fact, I did post about that on uh, my social media and um, I was pleasantly surprised how kind people were. It was like one of these days where it was beautiful out and it was sunny and warm and I think everybody was just so happy to be out and about and to see people because we haven't seen many people in real life, right? And so I was pleasantly surprised people were kind and people that the employees that worked there were kind and everybody was nice. And I was like, yes, this is wonderful. You know, I've often remarked to my daughter that after 9-11, you know, my kids weren't alive. Well, my daughter was alive. She was five months, but the others, nobody was alive at 9-11 and the five month old wouldn't remember it. So I often tell them how I remember the beautiful unity after 9-11, how there was nobody like sharing their, their opinion. Everybody was kind of on the same page, right? We were under attack and we were unified and there was a great feeling, at least in my experience where I live, it was like that. I mean, I was right outside of New York City, so we were very close to all of the um, stuff going on. And so, but everybody was like united. I remember going to church and and everybody was just, you know, like united and then I would go to the grocery store and everybody was just like you know on the same page really being overly kind to each other was like all the big junk of the world just went away for that 
little period of time. And of course, gradually we go back to our usual selves. But anyway, so here I was in Target and I was I was saying I was worried because I feel like people aren't like that these days. You know, people are very divided at this time rather than unified. And so I was pleasantly surprised. And so I thought I'm going to go back to Target again by myself. A couple of days later, I needed to um, get a few things and really just to be able to have the opportunity to go out and um, go out by myself. So I, I went out and I, I got some things that we needed and I went to the self-checkout and I was hot because I was wearing that mask and uh, I had, uh, um, you know, been wearing it the whole time in the store and I was like feeling hot and like trying to go kind of quickly at the self-checkout because I feel like, you know, I feel like when you're out self at self-checkout, like the pressure to get out quickly. <laughs> and so I'm checking out, checking out. I'm about halfway through my card of stuff and I pick up a box of spaghetti and I think to myself for a split second, wow, that box feels light. And that's because when I looked down, the entire box of spaghetti had spilled out. Now it had gone out into the cart, but because the bottom of the target cart is filled with holes, all of the spaghetti slips through the holes. Some of it's tangled up in the holes. Most of it goes onto the floor and is literally spilled out all over the floor in the self-checkout area. Talk about making a mess. And so as I'm looking at this, I'm like, what on earth? <laughs> what on earth am I going to do? There's literally dry spaghetti everywhere, all over the floor, tangled up in my cart, under my cart, everywhere. So there's a woman there that works there and I say, excuse me, in my kind, you know, little voice like, help, thinking that, you know, there's somebody's going to appear with a large broom or something like, you know, clean up in the self-checkout aisle and that'll be embarrassing enough. But I say to her, I'm sorry, but the spaghetti, the box must have been open and it went out all over the place. And she looks down, she's like, oh, okay. And she just gets down and starts picking it up. And I'm like, well, I can't really watch her pick it up while I'm standing here. Mind you, I still have another half of cart to check out that I didn't check out yet. So I start helping her. And as I'm doing that, I, I want to tell you this. I don't think you know how hard it is to pick spaghetti up off the floor strand by strand until you're doing it in the middle of Target in the self-checkout area in the middle of a pandemic with a mask on now I'm really sweating because I you know what it is I can hardly see I feel like when I have that mask on I have a little head so every mask is too big for me and the mask rides up to it's like right under my eyes I feel like I have no peripheral vision I can't see and so I'm trying to pick up the spaghetti I'm trying to maintain composure I'm literally mortified at this time all I keep thinking is I'm so glad my kids aren't here they will they would be mortified and this woman is just picking up spaghetti with me. So there we are in the middle of our mess. And I'm thinking, when is the guy going to come out and be like, clean up in the self-checkout with his broom? Nothing. No guy comes. Just she and I picking up spaghetti right there in the middle of our mess. And you know what, though? When I look at that story, I'm like, it's Jesus, right? He comes in and he comes alongside us and he's calm and he helps us with our messes. And that woman was really kind because, I mean, 
I made a huge mess. I mean, I'm not joking. It was everywhere. And I wouldn't want to be a target worker right now because I can imagine people aren't always kind and, you know, um, maybe everybody's on edge a little bit. And, you know, she's just as hot as me. She's been wearing her mask all day long standing there. And she's been working probably crazy because Target is crowded and all of that. And she just calmly came in and there we were picking up strand by strand. Now, halfway through this, I'm thinking to myself, I'm on my hands and knees on the floor of Target in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, now I'm like so disgusted and so grossed out because I'm literally on the floor on my hands and knees. So yes, I came home and promptly took a shower, not to mention I bathed in hand sanitizer when I got to the car. But that's besides the point. But just like that woman came in and calmly helped clean up my mess. And, you know, I was looking for like some, some other person to come in, like with all this equipment. She just came in and she just came in and picked up my mess on her hands and knees, humbly as a servant, right? And I did the same. I was like, I'm not going to stand here and let her pick that up. So we did it together. Besides, I made the mess. Although I'm assuming that the box was opened and I didn't realize it. The strange thing is I never heard the spaghetti fall out. Like I never heard like a, it just was on the floor. But I, I truly do believe, you know, all kidding aside with my spaghetti story, I really was traumatized. No joke. I was traumatized. I really do believe though, we need to really look to Jesus in this time. He's our calm He's the one that will come in and help us. He's really the only remedy right now for all the craziness going on in the world. All this stuff. And it's not in we need to be louder so people hear us or we need to prove our point or we need to, you know, make sure that people um, know this fact or that fact or we need to... It's looking to Jesus because when we look to Jesus then we truly do have, like I always say, the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus because the more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world. The more we look to him at this time in this messy, messy world, the more, um, the, I should say, the less important the things of this world become. Like everything falls into its proper place. Just like it says in Matthew 6, 33, if you make the kingdom of God your primary concern, everything else falls into its proper place. So we can't make our agenda our primary concern. Our agenda should be Jesus. Our agenda to be should be to share him with a world that needs him right now. Because all of the hurt that goes on, all of the stuff, we have the remedy. We have the hope. Sure, we don't have a cure for a physical virus right now, but we have the cure for a far greater virus, the sin virus. We have that great hope in Jesus. And when we are operating with the kingdom of God, our primary concern, it changes everything. It changes our perspective in everything we do. And so whether it's a personal mess you're going through right now, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know that for a lot of people, whether it's like with your job or with your family or just personally, whatever mess you're going through right now, whether it's like this, you know, whole situation in the world, the world is going through a lot of messes right now. 
It is so important to put everything into the perspective that God is in control. And when we seek after him first, it changes. First, it changes our thinking. It changes our attitude, right? I don't go to the store and I don't think about what I want, me, me, me. I think about, okay, I right now am an ambassador for Christ. I have the opportunity to be out in the world today. How am I showing people the love of God? Am I showing people my opinions, my beliefs, you know, what I want, or am I showing people the love of God? Because that is something far greater. You know, this whole situation is going to pass someday. As hard as that is to believe right now, that this whole mess will go away someday. It's not going to last forever. What does last forever is how we treat people, right? I'm sure that somebody would spill that spaghetti in the Target and probably yell at the the person or, you know, the person that works there or, you know, they get all disgruntled or, you know, or the way she could have treated me, she could have been all disgruntled. But that lasting effect of how I treated her and she treated me, right, that lasts. We are image bearers of Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. When we're on the internet, we're representing Jesus, When we're out in the world, we're representing Jesus. When we are in our homes, we're representing Jesus. With our families, with our children, when we are on a Zoom call with work, we are representing Jesus. And so Jesus truly is the remedy for all of the world's problems. If everybody could just follow God. If we all could literally follow the first commandment, we'd have no problems in our entire world. But we all know that that's not going to happen because we live in a fallen world. But literally, that first commandment shows us truly the remedy for all of our problems, right? We honor the Lord above all else. And we love God with our whole heart and soul and mind. And we put him first. Then we're not going to break any of the next commandments. We're not going to have idols. We're not going to steal. We're not going to dishonor people. We're not going to covet. We're not going to lie. Because we honor God above all. We love him wholeheartedly. But as human nature, we have divided hearts. We love the God. We love God, but we love ourselves more. We love God, but we want our way. We love God, but we think about ourselves. And that's what causes all of the messes in this world. So quite frankly, truly, the remedy for everything is to follow the first commandment. Because then you're not going to break any of the other commandments and you will have a perfect world. But since we don't live in a perfect world, we do have the opportunity, though, to point to Jesus in all things, to try our hardest to, you know, keep him at the forefront and to um, share him with a watching world and to let the world know the answers for whatever is going on is not found in anything but God. Jesus comes in to save us from our sin. And that is what the world needs to know. All of the messes that go on in the, in the world are purely because people are living without Jesus. And so it's our opportunity to share that. So I want to ask you to think about that. How are you representing him 
in your family, in your, you know, it says in the Great Commission that we are to go and make disciples from Judea to Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. And that really represents right here in our homes and then further out into our communities and then even further out into all of the world. And so how are we going and making disciples? You know, people aren't going to see Christ in us when we're yelling. People aren't going to see Christ in us when we're, you know, um, constantly, you know, causing division. People aren't going to see Christ in us when we are focused on ourselves. We need to um, keep that in mind. So whatever mess you're facing today, like I said, the world right now is pretty messy. Keep in mind that no amount of arguing is going to win anyone to Christ. No one's going to say, oh yeah, I see Jesus now because you yelled at me. You told me all your, you know, (laughs) like no. They see Christ when we behave like he did. And so... How do we share that message with a world that needs Jesus? Get in your Bible. Get in your word. That's why I love this Simply Living for Him online community. These women are getting in their word every day. It's so beautiful. We're over there talking about what we're learning in the passages. We're over there sharing. We're over there asking questions. We're learning together. We're growing together. Nobody's, you know, belittling anyone. No one's sharing their opinion about this and that. It's just all focused on truth. And when you're filled up with the truth... You don't even have to think about how you're acting and and behaving because Jesus spills out of you. And so that's why I love that community. I love what we're doing there. And I pray it continues because it's just a beautiful thing. When we keep God at the forefront, it just, it, it naturally spills out. Like I say, the remedy to clutter and chaos. The more we desire him, the less we desire the things of this world. The more naturally we will simplify our lives the more naturally we don't focus on earthly things. Remembering that everything that's going on right now is temporary, but what is eternal, right? Are we focusing on the grand scheme or are we just really like hyper-focused on the stuff of right now? And granted, when everybody's been trapped at home for two months and you're um, on the internet and you're reading all this stuff, it's really easy to get sucked in to all that stuff. Your world becomes so small. That's why I want to encourage you to turn off all of that stuff and get into your word. Get into the Bible, Because when you're filling your mind with truth, you don't really desire to hear what everybody else has to say about what's going on. And then when you are on the internet, you filter everything through the lens of God because your mind is filled up on truth. You have your mind set on things above. And then you're able to deal with the things of this earth. You know, it says in Colossians, set your mind on things above and not on on the things of this earth. When you set your mind on things above, you are able to deal with all the messy things of this earth properly because your mind is filled up on truth and not a whole bunch of chaos right now in this world there's chaos there's confusion there's division there's arguing there's all of those things and you know who the author of all of those things is right it's Satan he loves it he loves that Christians are calling each other names Christians are calling each other out Christians are you know divided 
That's exactly where he wants us. And I don't want any part of it. I refuse at Simply Living for Him on my social media to take any part of it. I only hit publish on something I know that's going to point people to Jesus. Or maybe sometimes it's just a silly little fun thing. But I am never going to point people to uh, chaos and disorder because we know that Satan is the author of chaos and disorder. Jesus is the author of peace and love and unity. How good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. That's what it says in the Psalms. And it's so true. Right? And I don't see a lot of that going on these days. So the answer to all of our messes, physical messes, mental messes, spiritual messes, it's Jesus. And I say physical messes, I don't mean like sickness and disease, although we do know that Jesus is the remedy because we will be healed one day in heaven. But what I'm saying is, you know, when I talk about physical clutter or messes, We just don't desire as much physically, materially. We don't desire to consume as much stuff when we're focused on the things of God. So he truly is the remedy for all of our clutter and chaos and all of the messy things that are going on these days. One other thing I wanted to tell you guys before I end this podcast episode, I am working on a new homeschooling book and this this topic relates, that's why I'm bringing it up now, this topic relates a lot to what I'm talking about in that book. This book, now I said, after my Simply Living for Him devotional, I said, even though I have like a part two devotional in my mind and some of the ideas written down, I've always said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing, this is, I said at one point, this is my last book. Like I'm done. Because it's really stressful for me. I don't enjoy the publishing process. I don't traditionally publish. I just self-publish. And that's the way I want to keep it. Um, I don't do all the stuff that you're supposed to do as an author. I don't do like a launch team and a launch party. I just write it and put it out there and let God do the rest and say whoever, you know, should have this. And I would prefer that my books have like longevity rather than just like, you know, hype it up for a few weeks and all that. So I don't do all that, which is good because that would stress me out even more. But just the whole publishing, like putting the book to formatting and, and, you know, then errors happen and then people tell you there's errors, you know, there's so many things. And then I always question myself and, you know, I shouldn't have wrote this. And it's just hard. Like you really are so transparent and vulnerable when you write a book. And I don't know that the readers always get that, but, you know, to have somebody like, you know, um, uh, critique your work, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. So I said after the devotional, this is it. I am never publishing another book. It was just too stressful. There was a lot of mistakes and um, like not mistakes, but there was a lot of um, just like um, roadblocks when we were trying to publish that book. And so never say never. I had the idea for my new book. Oh my goodness, I can't stop writing it. I've literally been writing every second I get for the past few days. And so some of these topics that I'm talking about tonight are going to apply in the book, in the homeschooling book. This is a book that I know that all homeschoolers is going to apply to anyone who homeschools. Um, And I know that there's going to be probably... Uh, growth in the homeschooling movement because of all the things going on right now. And so I'm excited because 
I want to be able to get this message out there, although at times it feels daunting. It feels like you're going, um, you know, like, what is it, up the river or whatever. You know, you're going the, you're swimming up the river or something because I feel like no matter how much I share my message about living simply and focusing on God and not on all the other stuff, it just feels like there's always so much work to do. But I'm up for the task. I'm up for the task. And to continue sharing that message, God first, right? Everything else falls into its proper place. So that's a little bit about what's going on here. That's a little bit about the answer to all of our messes. I want to hear from you. If this encouraged you, please let me know. If it encouraged you, please like the podcast, share it with your friends, rate and review it so that others can see that message um, and continue the conversation. Comment and let me know um, your thoughts on this topic and how you're feeling about that. Um, So if you want to join the Simply Living for Him online community, it's completely free. You can go to simplylivingforhim.com slash community. It is all free. So I did. I decided that I did never wanted to keep anybody from growing in the Lord, from hearing the gospel, and I didn't want money to be a hindrance. So this isn't. It's not something where you pay monthly or it's free for a little bit, but then you have to pay for you know all of it. It's all free. All the Bible studies that I teach, all the scripture writing and memorization challenges, all the daily devotionals, all of it, all the time. I do have it running by donation for anybody who wants to contribute because it does cost money to have the community up there. And I I put that up up front um, out of faith, knowing that God would provide and he is providing. We've been running by donation and it's been wonderful. And, you know, I do put hours and hours and hours of work into it, but I, I love it. I love it. I'm rich in what... Uh, the harvest that is growing there. So, you know, I just say that so so I'm transparent with how we run the ministry. Um, so it is by donation, but uh, if you don't want to donate, that is completely fine, and it is totally free and will always be. So that is there. The Simply Living for Him devotional, Less Clutter, More Joy, is available on Amazon. My Bible-based homeschooling e-course has been slashed to half price during this pandemic time, and I'm keeping it there for now. So if you were interested in that maybe for your upcoming school year go check that out at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com and um, that's all about how to use the bible as the center of your studies in your home school it is not a curriculum but it is a guide Uh, we are working on a curriculum a 12-week unit study on genesis i do not know when that is going to come out but i have been hoping to have that out next year but we will see what the lord does with that and look for the new homeschooling book title will be released soon enough Uh, i just want to make sure that i'm i'm down pat on the title and then i'm gonna release that title and let you guys know and uh, we'll see when the lord is going to uh, lead me to get that published lord willing it will be by the end of the summer so i thank you for listening i hope you guys are all safe and well i love you all if you have any prayer needs please reach out to me um, at any time at karen at simply and it would be an honor and privilege to pray for you i hope to see you in the simply living for him community and until the next time I wish you blessings and joy.